Welcome to the Ion Annapolis Local Business Spotlight. There are thousands of locally owned businesses in the area, some small and some large. Some you may know and others you don't. But one thing they all have in common is a great story and we want to share it with you. Join us every Saturday as we talk to the founders, the owners, and the managers of local businesses you have come to know and love, and those you will come to know and love. Now here's your host, John Frenet, with this week's Local Business Spotlight. Well, you know, I always love to discover a new nonprofit that's doing such great work, and today we ventured up to Glen Burnie uh, to see Hope for All, and Connie Cooper, who is the executive director of this long I want to say old, old nonprofit, but you guys are celebrating your 20th anniversary, aren't you? Yeah, absolutely, yes. This is my first time really knowing oh. about the organization, and we just took a little bit of a tour, and it's huge. Yes. You've got a lot of work on your hands. We've got a lot going on. Well, I will say, right away, I'll throw out your website. It's hopeforall.us, and uh, that four is spelled out, so it's H-O-P-E-F-O-R-A-L-L.us. And I think that's a great play on words <laughs> with hope for all of us. Yes. Um, we all need it. We do. In the most basic sense, you guys are a Christian-founded organization that is looking to help families, individuals get on their feet in homes. Correct. Right. So it's mainly those folks that are coming out of homelessness and finally getting permanent housing. And so they're moving in. And a lot of them came from transitional housing or housing that um, where they were living with someone. And they had maybe a bed or a dresser or whatever. But they finally move into this permanent housing. It's wonderful. It's great. They've moved on. They've got four walls. They're sleeping on the floor. They have no table to eat at. And that's where we come in. You know, boy, it was. I, I think back to back when I got out of school, and you know, starting a house with nothing, and you know, but for the grace of God, I've been able to provide for myself. But I sit there and I think, you know, oh gosh, I don't have this. I forgot to get a spatula, mm-hmm. so I quick run to the whatever store to buy a spatula that I didn't have, and it goes on. So I mean, it goes has, on and on. Yeah. So so we're dealing with families that are what we call income constrained. So they might be working or they're, they're maybe getting some assistance, but that income is, is dedicated to affording their housing, food, the essentials that they need. And so um, when it comes to, do they have money for a bed? Do they have money for a job? No, it, it, it's, it's constrained. It, they don't have that extra. I met with a, a woman the other day, and, and um, she's, she was in Annapolis, and she was in uh, Annapolis Housing. And I said, um, why did it, you know, how long have you been here? And she said, two years. And I was like, well, why did it take you so long to, to reach out to us? You know, we've been here. We want, would wanted to have helped you. And she said, I kept thinking that the next paycheck, I would have enough money to buy a bed for my, for my kids. So here they were in a house with a, they had a card table their kitchen table and they had a desk that was the entire furniture they had and they had been there for two years and this is a mother and children mother sleep, three children sleeping yes. on the floor sleeping on the floor wow you don't realize i will recommend that everybody get a hold of the uh, poverty among plenty poverty, poverty amongst, amongst plenty, plenty. yes um, put out by the community foundation and a partnership with children youth and families yeah. and it really gives an insight into what we have and what we don't have in Anne Arundel County. Mm-hmm. And when you get down to the bottom line, we are all neighbors. Yes. We are all in this together. Together. And exactly. we need to figure out how to make, how to make it work. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you've got to help 
people that need help. If somebody needs a leg up, you got to give them a leg up. I always feel like um, God has blessed us with everything that we need here. Um, And it's our job here at Hope for All to uh, make sure it gets to the right house. Because a lot of us have more than we need. And um, when we can help you take take that excess from you and give it to someone else, we just... Spread it around. God's given it to us. We just got to get in the right house. Well, I think anybody has moved out of a house or certainly any of the uh, baby boomers that are starting to downsize and stuff like that certainly realize that they've got a lot more than they <laughs> than <laughs> well, they need. Well, let's talk about Hope Raw. I mean, how did this all start 20 years ago? Yes, um, this is a wonderful story. There's a man named uh, Leo Sirhusen and his wife, Diane. And um, Leo had gone on a mission trip into Appalachia to do a work camp. And when he was talking to the folks, he asked them what else could I do for you? And and they said, well, we really could use clothes. And so this, you know, and so he's like, okay, he goes back and with his family and with his friends, they started collecting clothes for Appalachia. Now, Leo and his wife, Diane, were teachers in the Anne Arundel County Public School System. And it dawned on them that their kids and their classrooms were suffering academically because they were being picked on, bullied, whatever, because they didn't have the clothes that the other kids had. And they were like, we could really help the kids in our own classroom. So that inspired Leo and, and his and his friends to to form a nonprofit called Hope for All. And um, they started with clothes. They moved from clothing to linens to housewares and eventually to furniture. In the first year of it being a nonprofit, um, they helped 13 families in, in our Houses into Homes program where they delivered everything that they need. What are you doing year. now? Uh, this past year, we did 382 families and we are projecting over 400 this fiscal year. So that need is not getting any less? No, the need is, is not going away. Matter of fact, uh, from just the last six months compared to the same six months last year, we're, we're up 30% in the amount of deliveries in our houses mm. and homes program. The pandemic did not do us any favors. We're having a lot of families that are struggling. Rent is skyrocketing, and they're just having a hard time being able to provide for those extra things. We've got now in Anne Arundel County over 30, I think the last number was 30,000 people waiting for housing. So right. when you think about how that's grown from, I think it's just a couple of years ago, it was 18,000. So that's that many people that are, and, and they are our free future clients. So um, when they do get housing, when we do have enough places for them to actually live, um, you know, we're hoping to be there for them. We're hoping to, you know, fill that gap. Well, I know, I know, I monitor a uh, subreddit for Annapolis mm-hmm. um, on Reddit, and very frequently we get questions. Hey, I'm looking to move to the area, and I'm looking for like a two-bedroom apartment for about fifteen hundred dollars. And Reddit's a really sort of like a cesspool kind of a place, anyhow. But they all get all over and say, "Are you kidding me? There's no way that you can do that." Yeah. And I mean, it's very very rare that you're able to find something mm-hmm. and if you're finding something like that it's usually for the benevolence of the homeowner that yes. is, is looking to do it and you know housing prices and mortgage prices just everything is you know food uh, is it's going up expensive. and if you're already in a house you're seeing that as appreciation and oh isn't that great but if you're not in a house and you're in you know you're renting and uh-huh. so some of the families we check on our families after we've served them for you know, for six months, and when we check in on them, some of them are again struggling to pay the rent, and, and you know, in fear of eviction, and you know, we're going to start that process all over again. So it is a real problem in our community uh, of how we're outpricing uh, a lot of our community. Um, uh, I think uh, Mr. Pittman said last 
the other night I was at a town hall and he said like a third of our of our county is Alice, which uh, is uh, in, in, as income restricted. That means right. they're working, uh, but they, they, they have income. And so you think about that and you're going, oh my gosh, you know, there's a lot of people that are living paycheck to paycheck and uh, having a hard time. Well, I, you know, and we do have so many resources within the county and obviously Hope for All is one huge mm -hmm. one. Mm -hmm. um, but again, as you're talking about your client that is going through the same situation that they may have been going through two years ago, mm -hmm. For anybody that's in that situation, reach out. There's plenty of organizations that can get some temporary help or permanent help or to work work with you. Oh, um, absolutely. We partner with a lot of wonderful organizations um, that, that come around the families and try to make sure they have all the support they can get. But even with that, there's you know, there's 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 still some hurting out there, there's still some, you know, people that um, can't find the help that they Sure. Need. Well, Connie, you mentioned that you know, back in when you started, it was uh, 13 families that you served mm -hmm. and 382 families served last year. Mm -hmm. And uh, going to look to break that record, which is not a good record to break nope. um, in this year. But what exactly, when you say serve, what is serving? Ooh. And that was the air quotes that nobody can see. <laughs> <laughs> I saw them. You know, what, yeah. what is serving Look like you're in here? Yeah. Okay. okay. So um, we partner, like I said, with 70 agencies, government agencies, nonprofits, and churches that are already out there working with families and they find that they have a need that we can fill. So they find a family that is in need of furniture, housing, linens, or clothing. And so a lot of these uh, government agencies are like Department of Social Services or Anne Arundel County School System or PPW workers. They can refer into us. Um, we, we find uh, the uh, Anne Arundel, the Housing Authority, when they know that people are moving in, they can refer them. Um, Annapolis, uh, Authority as well. Um, we've got uh, your nonprofits like Sarah's House, Lighthouse Shelter, Arundel House of Hope. All those that are working with the, the uh, nonprofit, uh, the uh, homeless community, and they are um, knowing when they're moving into housing, knowing when they finally leave that transitional housing. So they're referring them to us. We we get the referral, and then we send out a a team. It's an intake team of, of two individuals that go and meet with the family, and they have an an eight-page intake form that they're filling out that has all the items that they, the family could possibly need. There's a whole page on furniture, linens, housewares, clothing, baby items. So they're going through, and they go from room to room finding what is it that they need. And you know, all uh, most of everything that we give is is donated. So we're you know recycling within the community, but um, we make sure that it's it's um, of good condition and and something that we would give our, our own kids. So we, we go through, we find out what they need. It comes back here to our warehouse. So we have a 14,000 square foot warehouse that is taking donations. And we're, we have volunteers that come in and process those, make sure that they're good, and then get them in inventory and ready to go for a family. We get an order for a family, they pack it up. It's then delivered back to them um, so that they can have that stability that they need. They can have the the hope that they need for the future, and then they can know that the community loves them and that, and that God so, has provided. So when you said like an eight-page form of mm -hmm. everything they can need, I mean, when you say everything, I mean, are you talking everything, and then I'll go back to the analogy of when, you know, you, you move into your first apartment mm -hmm. or you move into your mm -hmm. first house or something mm -hmm. like that, and you don't realize what you need. Right, so when, um, it's everything. So when you think about furniture, so it's it's a sofa, it's a, it's a or a love seat and a chair, and it's a coffee table, end tables, lamps. 
So then in the bedroom, it's uh, your, your bedding. We give all new mattress, box springs, uh, and uh, frames. But then it's your dresser, your nightstand, lamps for the bedroom. Um, in the kitchen, it's a table, it's chairs. It's if Do you, do you need a microwave card? How about a bookcase? How about a, a, a desk for the kids to do their homework on and a desk chair? So it's all those things we have in our warehouse, just furniture. That was one page. <laughs> the next page is housewares. So do you need dishes? Do you need pots and pans? Do you need quarterware? Do you need Tupperware? How about uh, silverware? How about um, glassware, mugs? How about all the small appliances? Uh, uh, coffee pot? Uh, toaster. Wow. Think about the essentials. You, you know, we, we take it for granted that, of course, we're going to have a toaster. Of course, we, you know, and a microwave. A lot of the government housing doesn't come from, with microwaves. So they're, they're all needing uh, microwaves. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of some other things in the kitchen. Oh, or, but even, even, a, even a vacuum, a broom, a mop. Those essentials that you need, you know, and, and yes, you can go to the dollar store, but that dollar, it adds up. So all the utensils that you might need, your, your slotted spoon, your, you know, just uh, spatulas, just what, what you might need. You know, whoever, we had one organization that said, oh, just, just, uh, we need a, like a basic set. But then every time you think about that basic set, it's, it goes from a, yes, it's a plate. Oh, but they need a pot. Oh, but they need a spoon that goes in. So it grows. And so we can sit there and whatever they don't have, whatever they feel like they need. I mean, you know, everybody doesn't need a crock pot and everybody doesn't need, you know, certain things. That's huge. Just uh, because as you're coming out of homelessness mm-hmm. and uh, I mean, the, the presumption is, is that you're trying to get back on your feet and you're probably without a job or underemployed, mm-hmm. that. $2 that you may spend on a spatula or a new set of spoons is much better put into gas in a car if you've got a car or into a fare box on a bus yes. to get to a job interview right. to right. secure. Yeah. You know, we, we, and we're trying to stabilize the household, right? So we're trying to stabilize them to the point where they can get, a, get up in the morning out of a bed, have their breakfast at a table, and the kids can go to school. The parents can go to work. Um, you know, it's all those things that I think we all forget about. You know, okay, we're giving them housing. So, yeah, they got government housing, but do you realize it's just four walls? There's nothing with it. And um, it, it, it sometimes is a very uh, – I've had moms call me and say, you know, I know you're coming, but I'm sitting here on the steps. I have nothing to sit on, you know. And um, it's a hard time for them because you, you and I would say, well, that's great. They finally got housing, but yet – it's a time when they realize what they don't have. That's half, that's half the half the battle. Mm-hmm. The the housing, the roof over the head. The, yeah. Oh, I mean, and it's important. And 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 the other thing is, you know, you mentioned transportation. Not a lot of our clients have transportation. So the fact that um, we actually deliver it to them, you know, they didn't have to go to the store. I don't know. You know, how would they bring those things that they were buying on the bus? Sure. All those housewares that you need, the furniture yeah. that they need. Um, That's crazy. It's it's crazy to even think about in my head to just how that would all happen. Do you guys supply bicycles? <laughs> we will if we have them in the warehouse. Everything that we, we supply is is a wish list. And so at the time we fill the order. So um, we have the basics that we set aside for the family and, and the other areas, the linens and, um, and the clothing. But we also have a yard sale that we help support our ministry. So anything that's in the yard sale, like bicycles, and, okay. the, and the families will ask for them, and of course we'll give them. They, the families are a priority. If they want it, that's that's something that they need. So I want to talk about two different ways. Mm-hmm. To, let's. I want to talk about how can we support Hope for All. Okay, you said you have donations. So, I mean, this is like a, a goodwill type of a situation where I can come and I've got a whole bunch of clean 
I put on a couple pounds so these <laughs> these jeans don't fit kind of clothes. Mm-hmm. Uh, or I've maybe redone my house and I've got you know some spare furniture and I mm-hmm. bring that to you. Correct. So um, we are open Tuesdays and Wednesdays from nine thirty to three for those donations. And so yes, we if for clothing. Please make sure they're clean and not ripped and stained. We want to give the children and the adults dignity, you know, so we, we, we make sure we go through all that. So please help us out and make sure that it, they are clean and that they, they are free from stains and rips. So um, that's clothing and, and then any of the housewares and any of the furniture. And so we will, we will take all that as, as long, like I said, as it's clean. Same thing with furniture, no rips, no stains. But we'll also pick up furniture. So we have our truck when it goes out in the morning to deliver to the families. When it's coming back, it will pick up furniture in the area that's good. So if we've gone to Annapolis and we're serving two or three families down there and then we've got an empty truck, we want to be, then fill that with furniture that we're going to need for the Stop next day. Stop at days. Annapolis and Arnold, so we're in a park Absolutely, and bring it on the way back. So that's how that works. Well, you guys are located at 122, is it Rossler? Rossler. Uh, road in Glen Burnie, mm-hmm. which uh, my best, I guess, landmark would be behind Bob Bell Ford. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, you go just past Bob Bell, I believe, and you take a right if you're heading north on Ritchie Highway. Is that right, or are we just before No, Bob it's just Bell? before. Okay, just before Bob Bell, you take a right, mm-hmm. and they're right back there. It's a huge, you said 14,000 square feet? Correct, yes. Um, which is just unbelievable. Yeah, it's packed. <laughs> um, how else can we can we help you? Okay, we can donate for you. Donate. And, and that is usually, you know, how people first find out about us. You know, they, they, they hear that uh, we'll take clothes or we'll take furniture, and that's how they hear, hear about us. Um, but, you know, of course, another way is to come and volunteer. We have over uh, 100 regular volunteers, that, that people that believe in our mission and want to give back and want to help. And so on Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, we're open for um, uh, volunteers to come in, or their morning shift or afternoon shift. You might work in the clothing department, or you might help out with a yard sale. Or if you're capable of lifting some furniture, you might go out on our truck and meet our families and deliver their furniture. What's a volunteer look like? What are they doing here for you? What I, mean, they- I mean, you said they're working in the clothing department. or I oh. mean, Obviously, the truck driver, I get that in movies. <laughs> yeah. that, that's, that's a pretty given. But- okay, so, so most of the departments, what they're doing is they're processing the donations. So people have donated a bag of clothing or people have donated uh, dishes. And so they're going to go through and they're going to inspect everything. And then they're going to pack them up for the families. And as we, we fill everything individually for the family. So it's what they've requested. And so when we pack a bag of clothes, it's what they've requested. And they can request uh, you know, from winter coat to, to summer shorts and everything in between. Well, that's fantastic. So it's not it's not a bag 12-year-old boy size 8. No, no. It's 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 what what they request. And and if and if someone puts on there that they love purple, we'll make we'll try to make sure that they get, you know, purple the, clothes or or if we're doing their bed bedding that they get purple sheets. So it it um, it, it, we try to make it. I mean, it, you know, for the for the volunteers that work in the warehouse, that makes their day when they know that they've help someone specifically like that. That that really is, you know, that they feel that they find out that they like Batman and that they can go find a Batman toy. Um, it's, it, is, it is just part of, because they're volunteering in the warehouse, they don't get to see the families, you know? So that is their one touch. That is their one gift. And uh, it's, it's special. It's got to be really rewarding. I think so. I started out as a volunteer 12 years ago. 
And so it's like the Hotel California. You checked in and you could just never leave, right? <laughs> oh, no, thanks. <laughs> um, no, but I, I believed in the mission. I, I identified with, and I could I, I could see what it was doing for the families. I, I was already ministering through my church to people that were in need of, of basic uh, items. And so I saw the difference it, it makes in them. And so um, I just, I, you know, I, I caught the passion. And, um, and so I started as a volunteer in the, in the yard sale area. And I started doing intakes, meeting with the families. I still do that. I still love to do that. Well, you, you mentioned yard sale a couple different times. Mm-hmm. What, what does that look like? So that's our biggest fundraiser, and it happens twice a month on the second Saturday of the month from um, 8 to 11, and then on uh, it's usually around the last Thursday. We have a special calendar. It's out on the website. Um, we'll do it on Thursday nights from 5 to 7, and so we're having one tonight. It's everything that isn't essential for the family, so it's purses, knickknacks, um, uh, uh, toys, uh, Oh, just just everything you can imagine that you know, people would donate to us. Like this, you said, nice. they donate like they would donate to Goodwill. But it's it's usable items. It's and it's and the the volunteers that work in the yard say so they take the time to make sure it's clean. It's all there. It's packaged, and uh, we have people waiting in line because we're only open twice a month. These are non-essential and non-essential households. Correct. So it's, so it's a, pictures for your walls. It's a little yeah. statue that's, yeah. you know, a little Buddha statue or something like <laughs> that that's sitting on the mantle or something yeah, along yeah. those lines. Yes, it's knickknacks. I mean, people find great things, and, and um, there's some people that are um, income constrained and, and want to be able to buy, you know, those things. Something nice for the... Yeah, and so we kind of fill a different niche with the yard sale, and, and it's how uh, Leo, when he started, that he started with, with yard sales. Back in those days, they would... Um, pack it at all. We would pack it at all. <laughs> I keep saying that wrong. And take it to a, a church and unpack it, sell it, then repack it back up and bring it back. And bring it back and then do it again. Do it all again. So now that it's in our, our, our actual, it's it, it's indoor. We call it a yard sale, but it's indoor and it's it's uh, constantly being um, uh, added to as they work through the month, and then we open. Um, That's great. What do you do with the stuff? I mean, do you ever get overloaded with stuff to either? To give out to your clients mm-hmm. or right. for to sell in the yard sale, right. we have a lot of really great partners that we share with. It, just in the clothing, all the clothing that unfortunately about half of the clothing that we get is soiled or, or stained or something. But we share that with Luther Mission, who sells that uh, to be recycled, so that we help them in their mission. Um, we also share with a Success and Style, which is an organization that helps people uh, for clothing for for interviews and such. And so we send all of our clothing that is appropriate for interviews to them. There's, there's a plethora of organizations, SPCA, we share with. Um, we, we have uh, homeless ministries that we share with. Um, and so if we can, if our excess can go some, to another nonprofit, that is, that is the best. Um, we, our excess and our yard sale goes to uh, our ladies of Guadalupe down, down in Annapolis that are okay. ministering down there. So, yeah, it's, um, it's, it's a blessing to be able to bless others. How does somebody get involved with you on the client and end of this? I mean, you, you've again talked mm-hmm. about different partners and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I mean, if, if I am experiencing homelessness and I've just, you know, gotten some housing, mm-hmm. uh, you know, how, do, how do I get in touch with you? Am I working through other partners or can I come directly to you? Or Right. So we do work through partners. Um, so it, usually if they're just getting housing, then they would going to go through the housing authority. Um, if they're already getting food stamps, then they already have a relationship with the Department of Social Services, so they can go through there. Okay, if, and if these, they, these organizations are saying, hey, you know, for your furniture, for your go stuff, to, yeah. go to Hope for All. Um, 
yeah, we we really are um, unique in this community. We're the only ones that do that really do what we do uh, as far as the breadth of what we do. So um, there's not a lot. Of, not a competition. So most of the organizations, they know us, and we've tried to make, um, we try not to make it a, a, a barrier for people to get, we've tried to make it so that we partner with enough so that they, there's plenty out there that they can have a path into us. Makes sense. Yeah, so it, it's it's not to discriminate in any way, because we don't. Um, it is just, um, we are, uh, we're taking care of their basic needs, um, but we, we like to partner with organizations that are going to come around them to make sure they get all the services they need and, and that are that they're ministered to in, in plethora of areas and not just for their basic needs. So this is what we do, but uh, we know that there's other organizations that I guess it takes a village, huh? Yeah, it to, does. To, it to, to, to do it there. There are, again, there are so many just wonderful organizations throughout oh. the county. Mm-hmm. Now, speaking of the county, and mm-hmm. I know that you said uh, Mr. Zerhusen was a teacher in Anne Arundel County. Is yeah. this strictly to Anne Arundel County? Well, um, that is our... Your service area? Yes, it is our main service area. But because of um, we border with Curtis Bay and Brooklyn, um, it has been an area that we've also kind of <laughs> acquired into Baltimore City. So anything below the uh, Patapsco River. Um, okay. Well, that, I mean, that makes sense because, yes. I mean, that's, you've got a, a community there that probably needs the services. They do. And what is even more interesting is a lot of our Anne Arundel County um, organizations are... are that are referring people into housing and finding them housing, they're in Brooklyn or they're in Curtis Bay because they can't afford Anne Arundel. So we'll get you know, we'll get a referral and we'll be like, oh, you know, this is a you know county agency, but the person is being placed up there because that's the only way they can find. Them. So it really, yeah, it's an, an area that that needs assistance, and we're, we're glad we can help up there. It's interesting that uh, your founder. Uh, received the Lifetime Achievement Award from the Community Foundation of Anne Arundel County last year. Yes. And uh, that was Leo Zerhuis. And, and just a couple of weeks ago, I spoke with Mike Ragland from Langton Green, mm-hmm. who was the Lifetime Achievement Award winner for 2023. So I've got two of them under my belt. So I don't know whether that's like, what is the greatest need for Hope for All right now? What do you need? I mean, if I could, you know, give you, I mean, is it more more stuff to help more people? Is it Hmm. more space to store the stuff that you, you yeah, need yeah. to well i i would i mean if we're dreaming i would love to have a building of our own we rent here um and and we are constrained even in the fourteen thousand square feet i'd love to have a 20 square foot building that um was was ours so there's my dream there you go I, i'm putting that out there um, <laughs> So Edward St. John, if you're listening, <laughs> bring, yes. it, bring it on. They're at 122 Rosler Road. <laughs> Hope for all that U.S. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, it takes. Uh, a, we have a staff of 14 here. It takes a lot of money to be able to serve the amount of family. I mean, we served 2,000 uh, people last year, so it takes uh, money. So I, I'm always looking for corporate uh, sponsorships or, or individuals that that believe in what we're doing and and. I want to want to just an outright just an outright donation as yes, a, as a that, nonprofit. Yeah. So that I, I I should never you know not ask you know if you, sure. if you don't ask you don't get yeah. so I, I'm 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 asking. Um, True, but well, another thing I, I just sort of dawned on me. You talk about giving these folks pretty much everything they need when they move in. Okay, mm-hmm. so I open up my closet in the morning and there's my jeans and well actually I'd never hang my jeans that's just me but you know there's, there's clothes <laughs> yeah. in the closet and uh, my jeans are usually on a heap on the floor just to put reuse again but 
Do you have extra clothing? I mean, what when we walked through the warehouse, mm-hmm. I mean, you had just bags and bags of clothing mm-hmm. and shoes and, mm-hmm. and everything else. I mean, it seems like it's all... Well, uh, in, in, in a lot of instances, no, I don't have extra clothing. So um, we have had to go out and buy uh, men's pants. So speaking of men's pants in your closet, um, because we don't get enough. Uh, and we have a lot of referrals for men, especially our uh, crisis response is referring a lot of our homeless uh, gentlemen into us. Um, but we, we also uh, run out of boys' pants or boys' shirts. or um, We have to go out and buy. So, um, yes, I do have um, excess women's clothing. Um, and there are organizations that we share that with. And, and you know, we still, um, you know, back to Leo, we still go to Appalachia twice a year and we take a truckload because we've never forgotten, forgotten what they asked. The roots. The roots. That's interesting. And I did notice on your website, again, hopeforall.us, that mm-hmm. you've got a, another program for just clothing and you work with the schools. Mm-hmm. Is that how does... Okay. I mean, because these are... And, I mean, I know that we've... And it blew my mind that we haven't you know, hundreds of homeless students, mm-hmm. um, and the school mm-hmm. picks them up. And I remember when I first learned that, I was like, my mind was blown. But, I mean, there are people that are housed that are not homeless, that do have furniture, that, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but just can't swing the clothing for the kids. I mean, because, you know, if they only, what's the commercial, if they only stayed little until yes. they, they grew out, I mean, it's, you know, it's <laughs> they, crazy. They do. So, yeah, so we... We have a program that's called Head to Toe, and it's specifically for the Anne Arundel County school system. So anyone in the school system, any teacher, any PPW counselor, can refer into us, and they refer families every day that need clothing. And so that's what that program was started for. And um, they can request everything that from underwear to socks, and that's always new, um, all the way up to a you know, winter coat and everyday clothes. And so uh, we, from one end of the county to the other, um, and so what's important about the clothing is that we will get that every year. Because as you pointed out, they, all, they, get, right, right. they get bigger every year. So, yes, so, and the families take advantage of that because it's important that, you know, every year they have, they, you know, get the next size. No, there's, there's self-esteem. There's all sorts of reasons oh. to, to, oh. to have that there. Kids don't go to school if they don't have the clothes. If they're not looking cool. <laughs> it, 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 it ha- I mean, well, I don't know if it's, it's just that they, you know, they just, they won't because they get picked on and somebody will notice that they wore those clothes so, yesterday. So the, the teachers and the counselors and, and the folks and the, the social workers in the schools mm-hmm. are looking for the student that may have uh, wearing the same mm-hmm. jeans and they're dirty for a month. Right. So they're going to notice. So they're going to they're going to pass the name on to presumably the guidance counselor mm-hmm. or something like that that's going to filter down right. to okay. you. And they do it very discreetly. Sure. Right. And then you reach out to the people, or do the people reach out to you? No. Um. Actually, we when it's just for clothing, the agencies actually refer into us, and then they come and pick it up and, and get it to the family. So we're not delivering. Okay. So the school would yeah would come, come up and it. pick up what yes. what's needed, and then right. so with crisis response, uh, DSS. Uh, you know, a That's lot of, fantastic. A lot of those agencies, the, the health department, they're they're right there. I, I learned of a, a homeless uh, gentleman recently, and, and he had moved into uh, rehab, and he was like, I, "But I was just homeless, and I don't have any clothes. What do I do?" And you know, I reached out to the health department. I was like, "Help! You know, this guy needs some clothes." And and so he immediately turned around and said, "Yeah, I'll, I'll get your referral in. I'll take care of him." And so it, that way, I connected him with someone that was going to make sure he could come back to you and, 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 and try yeah. it right around. And sure. but but in the same time, wrap around and make sure he gets everything else he needs. That's 
Fantastic. This. Wh- wh- what was your career before you came here? Okay, you you, you volunteered and you never left. <laughs> I volunteered um, and never. Uh, I had my own interior design business uh, for twelve years with uh, my business partner Manny Mimmel, who is now the executive director of Drink of the Well. In okay. So look yeah. at that. You guys have the the two alliterative names, Connie Cooper and Manny. Yes, we do. <laughs> but. Is this the most rewarding thing you've done? Oh, absolutely. And I feel like God, um, prior to that, I had, prior to kids, I was a a facilities manager for a government contractor. Um, But I feel like God has used everything that I ever learned in any of my jobs and everything that he's brought me personally through right to right here. You know, so for four years I've been here being able to love on people and show them how much God loves them and uh, in, a, in a, you know, in a way that's very um, tangible. They can see how much he loves them. They can feel it. And, um, and it, it's and just, it's, yes. The impact on the community is immeasurable. Well, uh, I mean, you, I do you, my part. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, it's easy to measure that. You know, there were 382 families mm-hmm. served, and we you know, put out you know 900 tables and 1,200 right. beds. Whatever you know, whatever the numbers are, mm-hmm. are fine. When you see that you've been able to have a part of turning a family or an individual or a couple's mm-hmm. life around, powerful. Powerful, yeah. One family at a time is how we talk about it here. Hope for all. Hopeforall.us, 122 Rosler Road in Glen Burnie. Connie Cooper is the executive director, and I thank you so much for your time today. Thank you, John, for Uh, having me. Thank you for everything that you're doing here, and I love that I've now discovered Hope for All. And (laughs) as I go through my closet and my uh, my home, I am uh, tempted to rent a U-Haul and come on up and drop some stuff off the next time you have it. uh, I may stop by tonight and check out the... uh, the yard, the, the yard sale. Okay, okay, you do it, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I hope it inspires others to do the same. And, and you know, whether it's be donating or, or coming and volunteering or just finding out what we do and why we do it. Thanks for listening to this week's Local Business Spotlight. Please make sure to visit ionanapolis.net for all your local news, events, and opinion. And in case you haven't already, please subscribe to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, where we bring you all the day's local news direct to your phone, tablet, or computer in about 10 minutes. It comes to you at 6 a.m. every Monday through Friday, and you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.